You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Just because you're feeling lonely, it doesn't mean you're different or weird. In fact, it means you have more in common with people around you than you realize. In this episode, we're going to talk about feeling like you're alone and how to deal. Hello, hello, hello. How y'all doing today? What's up? Hope you're having a good week. Hope you've been enjoying your September. I can't believe it's September already at all. It's kind of wild. Um, I'm hearing about like homecomings and different <laughs> things still getting canceled again. So it's like, dang, we got two years just flying by. Dog. Um, it really makes me kind of think about, you know, making sure we are enjoying our time because it really does feel like it's moving fast. I feel like August happened in the blink of an eye. Like, I feel like the first part of the year took 20 years and then the summer and August were gone like that. But then also I, I think it feels like we say that every year. So, um, <laughs> it just turns out the way and maybe in general, um, like the winter time is like a slower time, mm-hmm. um, perhaps like. People are chilling more at the crib or spending more time for the holidays, et cetera. And maybe, you know, this is just a busier time. I don't know. But um, definitely trying to enjoy this thing before 2022, which is about to be. <laughs> In two seconds. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but we're glad you're here. Um, glad you're connected. Today we want to talk about being alone. But not just like, oh, how, you know, how do you deal with being alone? And in fact, I don't even really super think we're going to talk about like how to deal with being alone as much as just the idea of aloneness or loneliness um and the fact that it's um, I guess maybe I shouldn't name this thing and I guess it's not too late it's like you're not alone in feeling alone mm-hmm. um and that's kind of the thought I was having like a lot of people you know have lots of times when they feel like they are alone and so just as kind of a reminder um that it's not really like a singled out thing. I mean, kind of just what we can do with that. One in five people, um, young people reported feeling alone most of the time or always. That's a lot of people, one out of five. And most of the time and always is a lot of time. (laughs) It's a lot of time. Yeah. So, I mean, um, what, how, at what times would you say like you feel alone? Um, I would say I'm feel alone probably whenever I'm going through something that, I'm either I feel like I'm embarrassed to share with somebody or like it's too much or I don't know that maybe they've heard before. And so just like when processing really hard things or whenever I'm personally personally going through something that I don't really know who to talk to about it. If there were someone like in addition to my therapist, shout out to him um, to talk to about it. Like I would say those are probably the moments. Uh, When do you feel alone? Um, similarly for like during, um, situations where I may feel some shame and that could be as minor as like, or no, no, no. I would say like more so when it's, I'm in a situation that doesn't feel like a reflection of what I portray, whether it's even to the world or to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's what I am. So maybe you're like having difficulty with something, um, maybe with work or maybe with something that's like usually like a go-to thing for you and it's like oh this is supposed to be like who I am um but you're having trouble so you may feel alone there um also I thought about you know sometimes like I could be out somewhere and like if I don't want to be there I'll feel like alone like man I'm like talking to people I don't you know I don't really want to be here and what that looks like 
Um, but the context probably for that is, um, you know, feeling alone if you are in spaces where you're not maybe honoring, like, how you actually feel or, or what you really want to be doing, perhaps. Um, or it may be because of thoughts of those other types of shames or other types of issues kind of just keep your mind from, uh, keep you isolated even while you're with other people. And I want to ask early, um, when thinking about this, is feeling alone and feeling lonely the same thing? And are, is that interchangeable in what we're talking about today? Feeling alone and feeling lonely? Mm -hmm. um, to me, I would say that feeling alone is a, has a little bit more despair to it than mm -hmm. saying you feel lonely. But you can feel like if you're consistently feeling lonely, then you feel alone. Um, but I think for what you're kind of asking um, is like, man, I'm feeling kind of lonely today is maybe different. Like if you really just like, I'm like, let me call my friend and hang out versus I feel alone. Like nobody mm. can be a part of what I, where I'm at right now. Like I have to do this by myself. Okay. Um, so I feel like when I, we're talking about being alone, um, it's kind of a little more despair to it. It's kind of like you really, it's like there's, there is nobody else. There's nothing else no other way that somebody else could be a part of like how you are feeling or where you're at in that moment. Yeah. And I think that I like the way you differentiated that. Cause that's not what I was thinking. So that's a good like thought about it, but also what we're talking about is like the, it kind of keeps us from reaching out or connecting to other people. Um, and that nobody can be in that space with you. You know, it's like, I, I am here by myself. Like there's barriers in other people like getting here to be with me or talk about this with me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that there, when we're, when we're, what keeps us from connecting with other people is quite a few things. So we already kind of mentioned, uh, shame a little bit. So I think like guilt and shame, um, and other feelings that keep you from wanting, you don't want to express to other people, mm -hmm. um, because you kind of, it kind of uncovers your vulnerability or how you feel maybe about yourself or what you're dealing with. So that's one habit that can lead to you feeling very alone. What are some other ones? Man, I would say negative self-talk. Um, you mentioned it earlier. It's like, you know, not even being what you portray or feeling like you're mm. being what you portray. So that might isolate you from reaching out to other people because then you're kind of being your own worst critic. Well, how dare I, you know, reach out when I'm supposed to be this person or I act like I'm this person, but I'm struggling with this. Mm. Um, and I think I, you know, can can relate to that, that, it, that those are the times when I feel the most alone. Mm -hmm. um, another habit that can lead you to feeling alone is comparison. And so at different levels, you know, to look at other people's lives and feel like you cannot, um, um, not even just the word like comparing, but like to feel like, oh man, they don't understand this or, oh, they're doing this. Like just thinking about anytime you're thinking about somebody else's situation versus your situation, you're like putting kind of a separation between you, um, feeling like, oh man, they got it all together or they don't have this issue or that issue um, and things like that. That can keep you feeling separated. That can keep you feeling alone and keep you from wanting to connect um, with that person. And it's so interesting because, you know, most of the time, none of us really have it all together. Mm -hmm. And so those, those thoughts are just so interesting. Uh, another one that can keep you from connecting with other people and increasing that feeling of being alone is whenever you do communicate, whoever you're talking to is disengaged or distracted or not really paying attention to what you're saying, which can cause you to shut down further. Yeah. And it might validate you feeling like you, oh, I am alone because this person is always on their phone when I'm trying to talk to them or, 
you know, it just kind of seems like they're not all the way here. And you may take that to really validate those feelings that you're already having. Um, but when we're feeling alone, I feel like also it's like we're telling ourselves a story and telling ourselves a narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, when, we've, when we feel alone, you're telling yourself that uh, people might judge me is one thing. And so um, that's why I'm kind of staying disconnected or that's why I don't feel connected because if I do express this or if I do show this or do this or say this, that I'll be judged by other people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in alignment with that, it's, you know, you're kind of embarrassed and you have that shame. Like you don't want anybody to know that you're feeling like this or you're struggling with these things because of this either image that you have upheld or, you know, you feel like they'll judge you. Like whatever it is, is that you don't want anybody else to know kind of what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I don't have down here that that made me kind of think of also is that um, when you're feeling alone, you may be lying to yourself and or not accepting that you are alone or that you feel that way. Um, I think it could be possible to maybe even feel shame about feeling alone or, yep. you know, and so you you're like, no, I'm straight. Like, I'm cool. I just, you know, I don't feel like doing anything today. But then it's like. 20 days later and you've been sitting in the same spot, you know, not connecting with anybody. Um, and it's something to actually acknowledge that, man, I'm, I, maybe I need to reach out to somebody. Mm-hmm. And another one is you might have a fear or some life experience where, you know, people might not understand whenever you reach out, which can be harmful. You can feel dumb or, you know, judged if somebody doesn't understand what's going on. And so having this thought pattern that, you know, people just, automatically inherently aren't going to understand you could keep you from reaching out or getting you out of this place. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times we tell ourselves that no one has been in this same situation. You don't understand or you've never been here. Um, And I think actually you kind of alluded to it before. um, While everybody does have issues, it actually one thing that people don't want to hear is like, I know exactly how you feel or I've been there because actually you kind of haven't like you, you have not had the build up, the experiences, the, the foundations of this person. You never, you don't know exactly like where that person is or how they are um, or how they're feeling, what they're going through, et cetera. Um, but at the same time, we can for sure acknowledge that we all have been through those things and been in different spaces that have maybe make you feel similarly. Um, so it is important to, to understand that like, you're not the only person who's felt like that. Mm -hmm. Um, again, kind of the purpose of this episode, like you're, you're not the only person who has ever dealt with the thing. Um, maybe not in your particular shoes, but that there are people who, you know, can relate in some way, maybe as a neighbor who is, um, observing, but not necessarily in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's like that saying, like, nothing new under the sun. However many years, you know, the earth's been around, we've been around, people have experienced all these things. And although your situation is unique, sometimes it can be comforting to know that, you know, everybody's kind of felt a little bit of imposter syndrome before. Mm-hmm. Everybody's felt not worthy before. Everybody's not felt like a bad bitch some days. And maybe even if it's not everybody, it's like there's been enough people mm-hmm. that have. Um, so it's one of those things, like, where, yeah, people feel like this all the time. Um, Beyonce has felt insecure as we can yeah. hear in some of her things that she said and songs, et cetera. So, um, Beyonce got cheated on. Like, I mean, it's, it, it ain't just you, sis. So, um, you know, life's gone life and an acknowledgement that that's part of life, um, can help us to remember that 
we don't have to isolate ourselves or we don't have to be alone in those moments. Although it may feel like you're the only one who's ever dealt with the thing. Is it a choice to feel alone? Um, so I think that's an interesting question. I think to a degree, it is a choice to be alone or to feel alone. Maybe not to feel because also we'll talk about some other aspects that may affect it, right? Some bigger issues around, um, a person's mental space and other things that may be going on with their body. But I think actually in general, and I, and I thought about this question because I was like, man, if I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I feel so alone. Or I feel like I don't, I don't want to talk about this with anybody or I don't want anybody to know a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm making that choice also to not tell somebody or I'm making a choice to shut the world out um, because I very much could, but I don't because I'm letting whether it's feelings of shame or feelings of they might not understand or feelings of I'm scared of being judged, I'm letting that outweigh um, what may happen if I go ahead and express or if I try to connect with other people. So to that degree, I would say that it can be a choice um, to feel alone. And even just acknowledging that can actually probably give you power to be like, okay, at least let me acknowledge that I'm making this choice uh, to isolate right now when I know I could reach out to somebody. How do you feel about it? I like that. I think um, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily a choice to feel alone, but I think that we perpetuate what happens after that, like the initial feeling of, man, I feel so alone. And so like on this island where nobody understands me, but it's kind of up to us to like deconstruct that and be like, ah, that might not be true. And still, you know, choose, make a conscious choice of like whether I do want to reach out to somebody or not. So maybe the question isn't, is it a choice to feel alone, but maybe um, is it a choice to isolate yourself? Yeah. Because that could for sure be more of a, something where it's easier to say, like, that's kind of a choice to continue to isolate yourself or to decide to isolate yourself. Yeah, I would agree with that. And this is not talking about people who have severe mental health issues. Like, I think that's that's a little bit of a difference, um, and that's a different type of isolation. But, like, if it's, like, feeling alone and feeling lonely and, you know, being scared of being judged and those things, like, I think it very much is a decision to continue to operate like that and to not reach out to somebody or sometimes it's okay to not to choose to not reach out to somebody and process those process those feelings by yourself so you do think it's okay you think it's okay to decide not to connect out with not to connect with people when you feel alone yeah I would say um I would say make sure that you're okay in the sense of like there's no thoughts of self-harm there's no thoughts of like me like like a deep spiraling depression, like nothing like that. But sometimes you just have thoughts of feeling alone and you need to process what that is and where it comes from. And sometimes you can't do that with people, but then sometimes it's important when you notice that you're starting to spiral or go down a rabbit hole or leading somewhere super unhealthy to just call somebody and be like, dog, I don't don't know what else to say, but I feel like this and I'm alone. And sometimes people just sit there with you. It might not have anything to say, and that's okay, too. How can you figure out when the time is that you should connect? Like, man, maybe I should really say something to somebody or or connect with somebody. Mm. Like, how can you identify when it's like, man, I'm feeling kind of alone versus, yeah. I, and maybe, sorry, like I'm about to answer the question I asked you, <laughs> but maybe it kind of has to do with, like, if your, your level of feeling hopeful. Because, like, when people ask me, like, how I'm doing all the time, I'm like, I'm good, but I'm not because I'm trying to lie, but also it's like, I always know like, Oh, this is not, even if there's some little thing going on. Um, like I'm not ever, or, or rarely, I'm rarely in a space where I'm like, but it's, this is not a big obstacle or this is going to be something that's not going to be 
a factor later or this isn't just not something I don't feel like I need to talk about because it's I, I already know it's not that deep um and so maybe it's like sure I don't necessarily need to connect about every little thing I'm thinking or feeling when I do have feel hopeful like I know like man I might feel alone right now but like I know I will be fine um but then there's sometimes maybe when uh you can feel alone and that accompanies feelings of like I don't see this getting better or I don't see me ever being able to do a thing, say a thing, express myself, whatever it might be. Um, and sometimes it's also not very concrete or specific. Sometimes you can feel like alone and it's like, I don't really know what's going on. And maybe sometimes that's when you maybe could reach out yeah. to somebody also. If you can't just connect it to like, oh, I didn't finish a thing. And like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm feeling down. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to go out tonight. Can be different than when you're just like, yeah, I just feel off. Yeah, and I would say that's probably the difference for me. Um, if y'all listen to the podcast, and even if you're new, hello, I do a lot of self work. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I'm very, we are very mm-hmm. self aware. We, you know, <laughs> research on ourselves a lot, ask ourselves a lot of questions. It's in those moments like where I'm not able to figure those couple things out. Like, man, where is it stemming from? Kind of what these thoughts mm-hmm. are. When I notice I'm spiraling, I always call somebody because that's not healthy. There is no healthy spiral for me. Like when I go down these rabbit holes of like negative self-talk and all there's there's nothing positive that happens in my experience. And even if it's just a friend being like, hey, I don't know how to help you, but I'm here if you need me. Even if we just sit on the phone and don't talk. Well, so let's go down to that real quick with Mm -hmm. what you're saying. How does it when you're feeling alone, Mm -hmm. how like explain how that feels like? How does that weigh on you? Okay, so I'm an only child. And for much of my childhood, I was by myself. Like, my mom worked three jobs. My stepdad was never around. So I was always by myself. So I enjoy a healthy amount of alone time. If mm-hmm. I don't get it, I have an attitude. <laughs> I like being by myself. I'm great by myself. Um, but it starts to become an issue, and I feel alone um, whenever I get locked into these ne- negative mental patterns. And I just kind of feel helpless. Lexi alluded to that earlier. It's like whenever I don't know where my negative feelings are coming from, or I just feel an immense amount of despair or overwhelm or hopelessness or things that just maybe feel overwhelming for me. I'm like, maybe I should talk to somebody, whether that's a professional, like a therapist, or if I, if I try my own self-care tactics and they don't work like meditation, taking a walk, working out, doing things, Mm -hmm. I always call somebody because I'm like, there's something going on with me right now. That's an issue. And it's weird because sometimes you can feel alone, like from yourself. So like, meditation mm-hmm. doesn't really work yeah or like the talking like doesn't work because like, workout I, I don't want to hear my fucking self so. yeah i'm working out and i'm like, <laughs> like man, this shit is fucking dumb yeah you're like i'm a, you're alone like even from mm-hmm. being connected with yourself sometimes and so if that's how you feel when you're alone can you feel a difference or like do you recognize something i guess i'm what i'm trying to get is how does that feeling change when you do talk to somebody or do you mm. feel like you notice a shift or a difference um when you talk to a person? Uh, I would say, even if it's not a huge mood booster, which sometimes it is just to be seen and just to be heard and just to know that even if I feel so much shame for feeling alone and feeling dumb because I feel like I have all these self-care, you know, taking care of myself methods and they're not working and I still feel dumb, to know that somebody cares enough to just be there, I'm like, oh, wow, I really am loved. Like, no matter what's going on, mm-hmm. even even when I feel like I'm the worst version of myself, like, I feel a shift there. Um, but I would say for the most part in my mood, it just helps me feel grateful 
and feel love and feel support. And it helps me start to question those negative cycles. I feel kind of stuck in when I'm alone, whenever I do reach out to people and they are receptive. Mm-hmm. And so how would you say, and maybe this is like, you can only speak for yourself, but how would you say you would prefer that somebody communicate with you? Like, so if you reach out to somebody and I don't know if you, what you would say, if you're like, Oh man, I'm just feeling alone. I'm trying to think of what I even yeah. say. Cause I don't, I don't know if it's just that exactly, but based off of like what you tell a person, do you have any tips or thoughts about, um, if we're on the other side of this and mm-hmm. somebody's feeling some kind of way, like how do you speak to them or how do you kind of give them space or acknowledge that? Yeah. And I would say by me being vulnerable and actually reaching out to people, now people do the same thing with me. Like when mm-hmm. they're having a vulnerable day or feeling lonely or alone. Um, and so I would say if you're on the other side to ask questions like, hey, do you want me to talk? You want me to get your mind off of it? Do you want me to ask you questions? Do you want advice? Or do you just want me to be quiet and be here with you? Do you need food? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of asking how I can best support them. And to be clear, these are people that I trust immensely and, you know, who know me. And so there's like a level of understanding. But I would say regardless, even if it's someone I didn't know, I would kind of ask them because even in their sense of loneliness, they knew enough to reach out to you. And so they kind of know what they need, whether they want to admit it or not. So it's like, hey, do you just want me to be here for you? And they might be like, yeah, I don't really want you to ask me anything. But then later they might start opening up and, Mm -hmm. you know, then you can ask questions. So I would say the best way is to ask them kind of how they can how you can support them and kind of what they need. Mm -hmm. And then kind of going back to uh, up to um, when we're feeling alone, things we tell ourselves, because I'm thinking about with myself. Sometimes it's like I might not want to talk about things because. I'm telling myself, like, okay, what are they going to do about it? You know, like, yeah. or sometimes it's like, there's nothing you can do. Um, but then I think about it, and, like, if I've ever expressed, and it might not be, like, necessarily just being alone, but, like, if you ever kind of express, like, like, sometimes you're just, like, off, and just, like, man, I just want to mm-hmm. tell somebody, like, oh, I'm not really feeling, you know, where I want to be right now. Sometimes when people are say like, oh, can I do anything, or do you need anything, it does, even though you like, I might be like, nah, like, I don't know. I, I don't really need anything, but it does kind of feel good when people ask, like, is there anything I can do to help? Um, but I feel like I never actually have an answer for that. Yeah. But, and most people don't, I don't. Cause it's I, like, not really, but I'm here it was like nice just to <laughs> say stuff, I guess, to sometimes to people. Um, and, yeah. and maybe sometimes it's nice just for you to express how you're feeling. And, Cause that makes somebody feel supported and seen a lot of times some, we just won't, especially when we're feeling alone and feeling so disconnected from ourselves and from people, it can be so helpful to know that even if somebody's on a different planet, that they can still see you, that they still know you're there, that they still mm-hmm. care, that they're going to try to do their best if you have something for them. And if not, that's okay. And I like what you said, because I've, I've never called anybody and said, man, I feel alone today. But I've mm. called them and said, yo, I just feel off today. Like, I've tried to get everything together, and I just, I'm not feeling it. I don't know what to do. I'm just not feeling it today. And they're like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Oh, actually, shoot. I did. I feel like I did just tell somebody, uh, dang, it might have been a few days ago or last week. Um, and I was like, man, I'm just, I'm feeling lonely. And then I think, I think they asked me, like, oh, what can I do? And I was like, Psh, I don't know, mm-hmm. bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's whatever. Um, and then I don't even remember what happened. But, yeah, sometimes it's just being able to express that is helpful. And mm-hmm. maybe you start thinking about, dang, what do I need? I don't know. Um, is there anything actually wrong with feeling alone or being alone? Um, <laughs> and I guess those are two different things. So let's stick with yeah. being. Is okay. There, is there anything wrong with being alone? <laughs> and by that, I'm talking about like isolating yourself. Uh, yes. 
So as much as I love my free space and my autonomy and, you know, my freedom to do whatever, whenever, all of those things, isolating yourself is different. So enjoying your alone time and isolating yourself Mm -hmm. is very different. Whenever you isolate yourself, it's like a self-sabotage way to cut yourself off from people so you can continue spiraling into these negative Thought patterns, you, you allow your emotions to get really heavy on you. And I feel like that happened to a lot of people, especially during the pandemic. Like it was kind of a forced isolation. Mm-hmm. And then we all got overwhelmed and we were all trying to figure that shit out. And so suicides jumped up so much during the pandemic. Like so many people were committing suicide because everybody felt so isolated and disconnected from things. So, yes, isolation is is a huge problem. It can be a very big problem mm-hmm. if you're not like talking to people who love you and can help you, you know, regulate what's going on. It also does connect to your physical health as well. Um, There were some studies a long time. I want to say in the forties and maybe earlier than that. Um, There was a guy, cause I think there was like a, uh, what's that movie called? Like a jungle book type of thing where it was like Mm -hmm. this kid, which is different during your formative years also, but they, they did studies and they saw studies where kids who, like their mom left them or like, so there was like orphans. Then there was like kids in prison who were able to see their parents, like who did better. Um, And literally like kids, when, if you put them in like a space and like they never saw anybody, they would pass away. And Mm -hmm. um, also like your mortality goes up by 30% according to studies when you um, have increased social isolation. And so as humans, we, we literally need, there's something about needing like people around needing interaction um, and I wonder how that, you know, really kind of connects with everything, you know, it's like, well, the point of us, like we, we are social animals and like, we yeah. kind of run in packs. And so without that, it's kind of like maybe purpose, reason, um, other maybe physiological things within your body. It's like, okay, like this isn't really what we're here for. Um, and so it physically is bad for you to isolate, to overly isolate. And if you're still skeptical, if you look up uh, white papers on hugging and cuddling and holding hands and just physically touching people, like it increases dopamine and oxytocin and all kinds of things. It's so important to, you know, even physically just be around people, regardless of what y'all are talking about. Mm -hmm. And then so when you're feeling alone, what are the what are kind of some things that you can do? Um. Like I said, the first thing I'm doing when I'm feeling alone is a self-check. I'm journaling. I'm trying to do all these self-care things to kind of regulate myself. I meditate. I pray. I read. I do affirmations. I exercise. Whatever feels right to me that day, I take a walk in the sun. Um, Mm -hmm. And if I'm still feeling not okay, that's usually when I dig a little deeper um, into journaling or reaching out to my therapist or taking a nap or calling my best friend um, and expressing, like, yo, I'm feeling off today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you just like be here for a little bit? That's when I can tell or know when it's like a (laughs) shame or judgment Mm -hmm. or guilt kind of thing. When it's like, I could easily like call a therapist or random person and be like, yeah, so (laughs) this is going on. And it's like, you know, it's not hard to talk about it, but it's like, uh, you don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like you having expectations of thinking people have certain expectations, like all of those things. And so sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger or to somebody else. There's crisis text hotlines you can mm-hmm. call, things like that. And sometimes, um, you know, people will have no issue calling and talking to people who aren't in their life. Um, but that also does signal something where it's like it is very hard to kind of break those, you know, walls of vulnerability and yet – it might be worth something to try to really explore and 
and you know have evidence behind like who the people are you could talk to but try to actually like reach out and just have an experience sometimes when you have had a bad experience it's like you never want to talk to anybody again like i'm never gonna talk about anything again to anybody um but it also kind of does say something i remember uh i had one friend who you know they really were like man therapy's dumb because you have if you have friends you don't need therapy which the only thing that connects that to what i'm saying now is the fact that do recognize that you do have people that you know that you can talk to mm-hmm. or, or that you could reach out to. Um, although, of course, where they don't fill in is the master's degree and the understanding of, you know, <laughs> all, the a lot, all the tools and concepts. They're dedicating so their for life that to reason, that. No, I'd never agree with what, what he was <laughs> saying. And yet also it's like, dang, but if I feel like I – I need a therapist, but I, I don't talk to anybody else. or I can't say these things to any other person who's in my life. What does that really say about my relationships mm-hmm. um, or it, how real they are or how fulfilling they are or um, how deep they are, I guess, like intimacy, which is now then something you might talk about therapy. It's like, damn, um, you know, I have a problem with intimacy. So man. it is still something to consider. It's like, man, how, you know, why, why am I not just reaching out to the people who say they care about me? Or if I, if I, think they do or know they do um it's like you're still trying to hide man and that's what I was about to say so rightfully so a lot of us have walls that we've built up because we've been hurt like I'm not gonna lie people have misused mistreated not cared for lied on been drama like we've all been there in whatever circumstance family relationships friendships whatever but whenever you're building up walls you're blocking everybody else Mm -hmm. out. So it's not just protecting yourself. You're also blocking out people who actually care about you. And so you have it Mm -hmm. in your head that I got to protect myself. But then at the end of the day, you're just isolating yourself. And it's like, you know, would you rather just break down that wall and heal that wound or just be in this place all by yourself for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life? And we've kind of talked about that before where it's like, are you going to heal yourself so you can move freely? Or do you have to like, dodge everything and think so hard about things all the time you're giving yourself kind of extra work um and we're not gonna go too deep into like how to not feel alone but one of the one kind of concept that i saw that i liked um they said consider whether the best way to address your issue is to actually just solve the problem or if you need to solve how you feel about the problem Mm -hmm. so like if if i'm just at home like man i'm feeling alone it might be like oh let me call up somebody to come hang out like Sometimes it is there's just something you can do to solve mm-hmm. it. And you may be in different spaces, which is is what you may need to uh, assess. But it's like, all right, if I'm feeling some kind of way, is it something I can just do about this right now? Or I can be like, hey, can I come hang out? Or set a date for another day? Or, you know, just something. Or call a friend. Or just text somebody else and ask them how they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I can just do something right now, and that will make me feel less lonely. Or is it you need to tell yourself, like, you know what, I, I just kind of want to f- – chill right now um i really just not in the mood to talk to people and you know i'm gonna make this a night and just make some popcorn and watch a movie and just relax or you know i'm gonna be okay being alone um and just use this time to really like maybe treat myself or do something whatever right so you're not treating that you're feeling alone but you're okay with like acknowledging it accepting it um changing your relationship with how you're feeling in that moment and that has been the biggest paradigm shift for me 
is not always trying to fix things as mm-hmm. they come up. Like everything is yeah, not a fire. Nap, yeah, everything is not chill. a fire that needs to put out. Sometimes you're hungry, angry, lonely, you're tired, and then you're overreacting to everything that's going on in your world. So of course you feel like things are falling apart. Sometimes you're insecure about something, and so you're projecting. And so like giving yourself that pause, that space to take a nap or to do something. And if you wake up and you still feeling alone, maybe it is time to call somebody mm-hmm. or to do something else. But not feeling like you or your emotions are always something that has to be fixed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just making sure you acknowledge it. Um, and But also it's important to acknowledge that however you're feeling, you, it's not something that you have to deal with on your own. So um, you can reach out. And so maybe thinking about the reasons, maybe why you don't, why you won't. Um, and if anything, it's better to, like, even if you want to text an anonymous hotline or um, you know, do one of those types of things versus hitting up a friend, you do always have that option. And so take it. Even if you think, man, it's maybe not that deep, but I just want to talk to somebody, um, take that option and try it and make sure that you do reach out if you're feeling like you're in a place where you might kind of spiral out. Absolutely. That is always the place. Even if you don't know what to say, you can start by saying that like, hey, I don't really know what to say, but I'm feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. You know, mm-hmm. and just just putting that out there, you will be amazed and grateful at how often people can hold space for things that you didn't think that they could or you might be shameful about. And they'd be like, man, you know, I was feeling like that last month, too. Um, and so just knowing that you're not alone and that there are so many things in, in society that have been designed to make you feel like that, to make you feel alone, to make you feel less than, to make you feel upset. And so, you know, recognizing that. Yeah, you're not alone and that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah, and again, have some discernment. Like, don't set yourself up and try to text the person who had ghosted you. Please. A month ago, trying to expect somebody to respond to you or whatever. Um, So, you know, you still have to recognize who those people are. Um, And then, of course, we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but just to make sure that we acknowledge that there's um, some major issues that may make you feel alone and that require more than just being like, oh, let me think about this right now. Um, And there's mental health issues from bipolarism to depression, Mm -hmm. et cetera, um, where it may feel out of your control. Um, There's particular disabilities that some folks have um, where they'd rather be isolated or like they don't want to be in social settings or they don't, uh, socially mix well with other people. Um, and then even I saw on, on a list was racism. Yeah. When it's, and which obviously I guess that connects to being alone, which I never really, I mean, I didn't think that that deeply about, like I wouldn't have just threw that on the list. Uh, mental health issues for sure would have jumped out at me. But dealing with racism at particular levels is something that can make you feel like, yo, like, like why do people not like me or hate me or mm-hmm. have systems against me or all of those things, like, of course, that can make you feel very alone as well. So those are some of the things where it's, you know, it's deeper than just, you know, some of the stuff that we're talking about. And and in those cases, hopefully you um, are aware, can become aware of where you are in, in those spaces. And that's where a therapist or a physical um, uh, doctor can be of assistance. Two more that are just top of mind, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of course. And then also abuse. If you are mm-hmm. in abusive relationships or situations with family or a lover or whoever, a partner, um, mental, physical, emotional, you could feel very, very alone and knowing that that's okay. But also the moment you're aware of it is the moment you can start to change things. 
Mm-hmm. And then seeing you pull that up made me remember too, like uh, September is suicide prevention mm-hmm. month. And so it's very important that we do, I feel like we say like, you know, people can reach out or we say to reach out and then we don't, or I can speak for myself and I don't, I don't be saying nothing. But again, I feel like personally, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I'll be straight tomorrow. Um, but it is very serious to pay attention to particular signs and isolation is one of them. Um, if somebody that you know, like all of us, did you point at me? No, I'm saying yes. Oh. I was just saying yes, <laughs> ma'am. Like, you're right. You're right. No, 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 no. Um, if you notice somebody, especially if, if their behavior changes, yeah. where they're like, yeah, I'm not, you know, they do not come out anymore. They don't respond as much anymore. They might be going through something. Um, if you notice other people doing that, then definitely reach out to them. And if you notice yourself kind of just being like, yo, I just, I'm out of it. Because sometimes you are. Sometimes you're just like, yeah, I just don't want to be around people. And if that's something that you feel or see is lasting for a while, um, you definitely need to reach out. Please talk to somebody. And that's actually, I pulled it up for our shout out of the week. Um, it is sept- uh, September is Suicide Prevention Month. And that can sound heavy. Like, man, I'm not trying to commit suicide. But it's okay if you're having those thoughts, even if you have no intention to do it. Or if you have an intention, know that there are plenty of resources. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 24 hours. They have English and Spanish. There are some Korean versions out there. So there Mm -hmm. are languages and people who have either experienced it, who are trained in it, therapists, um, medical personnel. And the number is 800-273-8255. And we'll link their website. They also have something you can text. Mm -hmm. So if you're not feeling confident enough to call somebody and actually say it out loud, text them Mm 24-7. And I would also Google the crisis text hotline because they have – it's all focused on text because sometimes it's just easier to text people and you can talk to them just about anything. You can be like, Oh, I'm feeling some kind of way. Cause I got a bad grade on a test or, um, from that to, if you really feel like overwhelmed with anything. So look those things up, make sure you have those resources on deck. Um, and make sure you watch for the signs with yourself and with other people, because it's really not uncommon. Again, the point of this is you're not alone in feeling you're not alone in feeling alone. Um, and we've all been there at some points and we're probably going to feel it again in the future. Um, but definitely having a good network, being kind of aware and breaking down some of those walls to like really just, you know, just saying the first step of just kind of uh, I'm not really feeling good. Um, try it, see how that works out for you. And maybe you feel like, oh, it's just a weight off your shoulders just to have that slight moment of connection with somebody for them to have listened to you or heard you. Yeah, and Anura talked about that in her episode. If you haven't watched it, it was great, but she does a lot of data where she'll just talk to customers and ask them how they feel about things. And she said that so many people just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. They just need that space, even if it's somebody on the other side of a Mm -hmm. customer service line. So it's okay to reach out if you're feeling alone, and sometimes it's okay to take a couple of moments to yourself. Mm -hmm. And you may not know that, oh, I I just did want to feel heard, and that could be helpful just off of that. Mm -hmm. And then we always end each week with a question of the week, and this week's question of the week is, what did you find that was beautiful or brought you joy today? And I took this from my Neo. Shout out to Tayshell. Every day she posts, find something beautiful today. So, mm-hmm. Lexi, what did you find that was beautiful today? If you haven't thought of anything, look to your left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <And> goodbye. <laughs> what, what did you find that yeah, was beautiful today? Yeah, there was something today? that brought you joy. I'm just, I'm actually trying to think of, like, mm-hmm. anything like this stood out. Besides, like, my, me trying to make it a thing now. Like, if I had any moment, um, I don't let, know if I did. You go. I'm still I'll thinking. let you ponder. I was about to say, um, 
unexpectedly, I got flowers today. And that made my whole day. I had oh, already good. bought myself flowers. And then someone was like, yo, I saw these and they made me think of you. And I was like, wow, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that is nice. Um, I don't I don't know if I have anything today. Nothing nothing popping up for me. Okay. What was it again? Where did you find beauty? Yeah, or something, yeah, or just find something beautiful today or something that brought you joy is my expansion on it. it can be little I moments. feel like at this point I might be trying to reach for something. So I don't know. Besides like I don't know. I don't I don't know if I had a moment like that for real, for real today. Okay. But, well if you did it. I'm a challenge. But if you. I had to be like, oh man, let me. I could think of something that I made me feel good or that was happy. I could try. I could think something, but nothing really like stood out. No, but that's gonna be my challenge for you and me and all of us, uh, all you listeners this week. Every day, find something beautiful. Um, whether it's like, man, my coffee was fire this morning, mm-hmm. or the sun was beautiful, or you know, man, my friend, you know, they did this for themselves and it made me so proud. Whatever it is, just mm-hmm. find little things that bring you joy. Um, breaking breaking that negative thought pattern or whatever's going on is so nice every mm-hmm. day just to find things that you're grateful for and that mm-hmm. bring you joy. Yeah, something you can take a little extra moment on and be like, man, I'm so glad about that. Like, man, that feels good. Mm-hmm. Just a little moment and keep it moving. I got some money, but they don't even... Hey! But that's a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, I guess, girl. And that's how you know she got big money now because they don't even bring her joy Dog, now. you know how they... Be- <laughs> First of all... <laughs> no, you know but, what brought you joy yesterday? I, your Gatorade. Yeah, that's 64 ounces. I'm like, I'm about... <laughs> 20 ounces in now. Um, but, yeah, I was talking to somebody about that, too. I'm like, man, you kind of hit certain, um, you know, certain things you want to hit, like money or whatever. And it really is like, damn, I'm like, I don't know. It's whatever. But it's weird. But it's nice. I paid uh, rent, and I had to pay another big bill today, and it feels nice to pay them. So. Hey, congratulations. But, yes, find some joy this week, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. And enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.